Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best home of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. You and I have the ability and the dignity and the right to make our own decisions and determine our own destiny. You're listening to The Underground. I'm your host, Frank Salvato. Advocates of social justice have a persistent habit of redefining words to suit their needs. In what appears to be a deliberate attempt to obfuscate the issues and bamboozle others into accepting ideas that are, put simply, naked sophistry. While this Orwellian defamation of our dialectic is damaging to the public discourse, it can be remedied by a careful analysis of the language we are using to talk about these issues. The Associated Press has changed its influential writing style guide to capitalize the B in the term black when referring to people in a racial, ethnic or cultural context, weighing in on a hotly debated issue. The change conveys an essential and shared sense of history, identity and community. The secret and unaccountable deep state floats freely above the gridlock between both ends of Pennsylvania Avenue is the paradox of American government in the 21st century. One of the tactics that progressives enjoy using most is the tactic of redefinition. We see it every day and in every avenue of life. It is facilitated by the idea of political correctness, which in and of itself is an attempt to redefine and actually rewrite the Bill of Rights to the U.S. Constitution. The odd thing is this. Political correctness is not legislated. It is imposed. That's what makes it the most dangerous weapon in the progressive's arsenal. Some of the more obvious examples of progressive redefinition come in the form of the ever-changing labels they bestow upon groups and movements. Since the 1950s, blacks in the United States, as a group, have seen language referring to their demographic change almost constantly. Negroes, African American, Black American, black with a small b, and now black with a capital B. Progressives have always been on the hunt for what resonates with the black demographic. Recently, the Associated Press, which has an unbalanced influence of our media outlets when it comes to style, 
has issued a rash of edicts mandating the redefinition of journalistic lingo. Aside from their edict about the capital B in the use of black in news items, the AP has also decided that if the use of the word racism or racist is applicable, the term racially charged should not be used. The USA Today gave a platform to certain progressive academics who suggest that the words violence, looting, and rioting should not be used when referring to what happened in the streets of Minneapolis and other urban centers in the aftermath of George Floyd's death. The academics claim these words don't accurately reflect the protesters' rage and hopelessness. These language usage changes may seem small and inconsequential, but when the many changes are applied over time, they work to nudge our society's acceptable language to facilitate a singular ideological view. In doing so, organizations like the AP and other media outlets are incrementally engineering our culture to a preferred viewpoint. Then there are the passive inclusions to existing definitions that completely change the meaning of a phrase, or, in this case, a perceived moment. In the article, GOP Candidate is Latest Linked to QAnon Conspiracy Theory, reporters Jim Anderson, Nicholas Riccardi, and Alan Fromm cite a professor at the University of Miami in their attempt to marry the Q movement to the deep state. Quote, The QAnon theory has ricocheted around the darker corners of the Internet since late 2017. It is based around an anonymous, high-ranking government official known as Q, who purportedly tears back the veil of the deep state, often tied to Satanism, child molestation, and even cannibalism. Unquote. The key words here to pay attention to are often tied to Satanism, child molestation, and even cannibalism. The deep state exists, and that has never been more obvious than during the Trump presidency. We've experienced the Washington, D.C. political class, including the elected officials and the deep pockets of K Street, hyperventilating over the dismantling of the globalist construct that took the progressive movement over a century to quietly put into place in our government. Very few people who are politically aware argue otherwise. Via Dictionary.com, quote, The deep state is believed to be a clandestine network entrenched inside the government bureaucracy, intelligence agencies, and other governmental entities. The deep state supposedly controls state policy behind the scenes, while the democratically elected process and elected officials are merely figureheads, unquote. Dictionary.com goes on to get very partisan in expounding on this definition, but anyone who has ever had any experience interacting with the federal government and its relationship to K Street, anyone who has dealt firsthand with elected officials, lobbyists, foundations, and NGOs, understands full well that the deep state not only exists, it is much more than a formidable force. This is not some cabal that was hatched in the dark of night. This is something that hides in plain sight. Uh, it's something we know about, but we can't connect the dots, or most people don't connect the dots. It's kind of a natural evolution when so much money and political control is at stake in the most powerful country in the world. This has evolved over time. It is a hybrid of corporate America 
and the national security state. Everyone knows what uh, the military-industrial complex is. Everyone knows Wall Street and its depredations. Everyone knows how corporate America acts. They're both about the same thing. They're both about money and they're about control. Corporate control and political control. But in the AP article, the authors try very subtly and very disingenuously to connect the deep state to the QAnon theory. While the deep state exists, QAnon is a theory they have been trying to marginalize with the absurd. So why would the AP writers try to connect the two? Because by doing so, it lends more legitimacy to the weak and dying notion that the deep state is nothing more than a conspiracy theory. By trying to stain the reality of the deep state with the idea that it is connected to Satanism, child molestation, and even cannibalism, these progressive operatives look to goad the populace into dismissing reality as the absurd. While there are many questions surrounding what serial pedophile Jeffrey Epstein's multi-million dollar donations to deep state main players purchased for him, and what kind of twisted perversions those players engaged in through Epstein, their perversions and criminal activities do nothing to diminish the fact that the deep state exists. If Epstein's death and the globalist elite's nervous fidgeting about Jocelyne Maxwell tell us nothing else, it tells us that the deep state does exist. Make no mistake, progressives exist on both sides of the aisle. The progressives on the right are just as nefarious, if not more so, as the progressives on the left. Both are all about power, wealth, and control, and both wouldn't hesitate to shred the Bill of Rights if it meant securing their power from the will of the people and the ballot box. That shredding starts with the manipulation of the words used to pen our liberties. I'll be right back with my weekly segment on the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce, syndicated to over 2 million people daily on the Salem and Genesis communication systems right after this. This podcast segment has been brought to you by the Emerald Coast Tea Company, makers of all-natural, handcrafted, exotic blend teas. When it comes to tea, no matter what your preference, the Emerald Coast Tea Company has a tea or tea blend just for you. Order yours today at emeraldcoastteacompany.com. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. This is the Captain's America Third Watch, coming to you live from Tampa. Call in now and talk to Captain Matt toll-free, 877-969-8600. I'm your captain, I'm your captain. He's on the air, taking on enemies foreign and domestic, and uniting Americans to the cause of liberty. We will rally the world to this cause by our efforts, by our courage. We will not tire, we will not falter, and we will not fail. Good morning, America. Hello, world, and welcome to the Monday morning edition 
of the Captain's America Third Watch. I'm your host, Captain Matt Bruce, broadcasting tomorrow's news tonight from our flagship Salem media stations here in Tampa, Florida, and heard across America on some great radio stations, as well as across the Caribbean and streaming live online and on the satellite, too. Now, a special shout-out goes to our active-duty military and veterans. We also salute our first responders, our EMTs, firefighters, police, hospital and ER room workers, our 911 dispatchers, the Customs and Border Patrol, security officers, the U.S. Coast Guard, plus all those helping with the coronavirus effort keeping us free and safe. And to everybody working, keeping America rolling along, the truckers, the warehouse, the factory workers, the butchers and bakers, janitorial, maintenance, mechanics, construction workers, bulk mail centers, the Uber, Lyft, taxi, and bus drivers, along with those roughnecks working the rigs, the oil rigs, keeping America's oil rolling along. A big thank you to you guys and gals. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook at the official Captain's America Third Watch Facebook page, like the page, jump in the chat room, and you can also follow us on Twitter at Captain's America. That's at Captain's America. And joining us right now from the Underground USA podcast and stuff associated with it, <laughs> here he is, Frank Salvato. Good morning, sir. Mr. Captain. I do the stuff because you got all kinds of things going on there, Underground USA. Hmm? Yeah, we just uh, we just try to keep the fingers in just about everything. Yep. So. Now, let's say the pledge and get that uh, over so we can do what we got to do. Are you ready? You got it. I pledge allegiance, pledge allegiance to the flag, the flag of, of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And we emphasize, ladies and gentlemen, the two words, under God, because our great country was founded on Judeo-Christian practices. Well, Frank, I've been talking about this all night long. I have to because it's there, and we need to understand it was not a perfect Fourth of July everywhere, and it certainly was not peaceful everywhere. In six weeks, in six blue cities, we've had 600 people shot. Yeah. I I like to focus on Chicago because that's where I'm from. You know, but uh, these are cities with some of the most draconian gun laws in the country. You know, so the gun laws don't work because why? Because criminals don't follow the law. You know, so let's send in some social workers in these areas because they wanted to fund the police. So, you know, well, let's get some unarmed people in there to battle the people who shoot seven and six year olds in the street. You know that that social that that whole idea is not going to work and until you actually become law and order tough and go after the people who break the law to commit violent crimes because they feel like it. Uh, this is going to keep happening, and, and there's no other way to look at it. You can't rationalize it away. Well, the bad thing, the really bad thing that happened on top of everything else was Atlanta. Because uh, yesterday we had an eight-year-old girl that was killed sitting in a vehicle in front of a liquor store near the Wendy's Black Lives Matter protest site where a whole bunch of black uh, 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 gun enthusiasts have been in there with guns and been threatening people. Uh, You can't come in. Here's our perimeter. We'll shoot you, blah, 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 blah. And they apparently were sitting on the perimeter. And I don't know what these people were thinking that had the guns, but they shot into the car. And he killed a young girl. Now, last night, 
We had another young girl wounded, seven years old, in just about the same place. Well, I mean, this this is why you don't allow this stuff to happen for any reason. I don't care if there was a shooting in Minneapolis or not. When you've got people brandishing weapons, making threats, police have to go in with overwhelming force and take the people who are doing this away. That is not an appropriate way to vent your rage or protest a system. It is thuggish behavior that borders on murderous, especially in in this case that we're talking about. So people Mm -hmm. walking in, brandishing weapons Mm -hmm. and then making threats, that's when the police go in to forcibly remove and arrest these people. We try them. If convicted, they go to jail. And then there was Stone Mountain yesterday where about a dozen or so armed to the teeth black People went in and uh, uh, accosted uh, the, the the guests that were in there and threatened them and scared the by Jesus out of them by saying they they wanted them to agree that they were entitled to reparations. They wanted reparations, and they uh, oh boy! Uh, and again, the police just kind of backed off that one too. And that can't happen. You don't back off this stuff. You can't back off this stuff. If we are a nation of laws and not men which is which is what John Adams said when he was talking when when they were crafting the declaration of independence we are a nation of laws and not of men then we don't make exceptions for people who believe they are aggrieved when when you have a militia and that's what i'm going to call those people when you have a militia show up and start making rules and making demands then you respond with overwhelming force because this was federal land and I believe it was a federal park, correct? Uh, no, actually, well, yeah, Stone Mountain was a park. Yep, it's a federal park. You're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. Well, then the, then the federal authorities should go in. They should be charged with federal crimes. Mm-hmm. And they should be doing a minimum of 25 years to life. Yep. And of course, I, uh, I don't care. I, I don't care what color they are. I don't care what their what their what their grievances are. They did something against the law, and they made people fear for their life. This has got to stop. Yep. And I got a friend of mine that was actually up there that just missed all of this because they left about the time these people were showing up, thank God. Well, I did, I'm, I'm glad they're safe. But yep. the other people who remained, scared to death. That's correct. All right, hold that thought. Folks, we'll be right back with more with Frank Solvato from the Underground USA podcast. And oh, by the way, when we come back, California had a few surprises. The Californians there for the governor. Wait till we tell you what they did over the weekend. You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch, heard live right here on this station from 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern Time, overnight Monday through Saturday. Call 877-969-8600 and tell us what's on your mind. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. Online at TheAnswerSarasota.com. AM 930, The Answer. Hi, this is Mike Gallagher. You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch with Captain Matt Bruce. Indeed you are. And this uh, segment of the Captain's America Third Watch brought to you by my friends at Moss, M-A-U-S, Nissan, and Moss, M-A-U-S, Acura. They're part of the Moss Family Automotive Group. 
And I will tell you that while the factories were slowing production and many dealerships were running out of cars to sell, Dave Moss Sr. and Dave Moss Jr. went off on an inventory buying spree. So you didn't have to settle with what was sitting in the lots. And now they have over a thousand new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Now Moss has a vehicle for everybody's budget. And before you buy a Nissan or an Acura anywhere else, see Moss to see if they don't have the vehicle that you might want that the other guys don't. Now, their goal is to never lose your business overpriced with many favorable finance programs, including 0% loans with approved credit. And get this, you serve, you save at Moss Nissan and Moss Acura. What that means is all active duty military, all veterans, all first responders, all pastors and faith workers get the cars at a preferred price. Okay, that's number one. Number two... If you tell them the captain sent you when you walk in there looking at a vehicle, that means you're going to get $500 off the vehicle. Now, finally, looking for a place to get your car repaired? They repair all makes and models at Moss Nissan and Moss Acura. All you got to do is tell them you serve, you save. Again, active duty military, veterans, first responders, active retired pastors and faith workers get 20% off on the service done to your vehicle at Moss Nissan and Moss Acura. Now, a special shout-out goes to Moss Nissan in Crystal River, who just received the prestigious award of excellence from Nissan. Congratulations to everybody up there in Crystal River. Now, they have locations in Newport Ritchie, 1954, Crystal River on US-19, and now Florida Avenue with two dealerships at 11001 North Florida Avenue. You've got the Moss Acura dealer, and right beside it, the Moss Nissan dealer. So go to Moss, M-E-U-S, Acura.com, or Moss, M-E-U-S, Nissan.com to find out more. And don't forget to tell them the captain sent you. That's $500 off the vehicle you're looking at. All right, Frank Silvato's back with us, managing editor of the Oops Underground USA podcast. How about that? Yeah, it'll work. You have a new title. <laughs> you have a new title. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, we were talking about uh, this shooting, that the shooting stuff that went on all over the U.S. over the weekend. Uh, 41 people in New York City shot, seven killed in the course of about 10 to 12 hours. Unbelievable numbers. But now we're going to talk about one of your favorite subjects, and that is the deaths are continuing to drop even as the COVID-19 new cases are up. And the number that we need to be looking at isn't the number of new cases because of all the testing that's going on. Um, We've had 200,000 tests a day being given right here in our home state of Florida. And they're testing positive at about 9%, roughly, somewhere around there. Now, it's not as high as they said to begin with, but unfortunately, I don't trust some of the testing because we've had a bunch of bad tests. You know, yeah, and and the mismanagement of these test results and then and the way that they're being conducted is is something that should be shocking, but for some reason I'm just not. You know, the the numbers have been skewed in this thing the entire time. the The number we have to be looking at is not the number of cases. It's not the number of detections. It's 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 the number. It's the mortality rate. The mortality rate has stabilized and is dropping off in the United States. It is not rising, so that means it's not as as prevalent as we. While more people may actually have been exposed to it, 
the, the mortality rate is stabilizing and, and getting less. We've got to stop the panic on this. And we were talking about California over the weekend where, where Gavin Newsom said everybody hunkered down, stay down, don't go outside, stay inside, you know, peek through your curtains and wave a sparkler. Well, the people of California said, screw you. And they took their fireworks and they went out and they celebrated an Independence Day and they went to the beach. And, and there you go. The people are tired. The people are tired of people and their knee-jerk, media-driven, agenda-driven sequestration. They want to be able to get back to their lives. That doesn't mean that you don't take precautions like there's a bad flu going out there. By all means, we've been saying from the very beginning, wash your hands. Don't cough and sneeze out in the open and, and be respectful of people's distance. But this wear the masks that really don't do anything but make you sick, you know, that's just ridiculous. And now they're starting to fine people. That's right. Because they're not because they're not wearing masks. And you said upwards of there are some with fifty, some with seventy five, and in California, a hundred and fifty dollars for for not wearing a well, mask. Well, in certain spots in California, the fine is as much as a thousand dollars because it's like first offense, second offense, third offense. Mm-hmm. Well, where are the organizations on the right side of the aisle who file lawsuits over this? This is an abridgment of the First Amendment rights to freedom of assembly, especially when it comes to political gatherings. They can't do it. And don't tell me, well, this is an exception because it's, 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 it's for the public health. You're going to give me an excuse about anything if that's your excuse. You're going to find something to say, but you, you want grandma to die. No, I don't want grandma to die. That's why we probably shouldn't have sent COVID places in the nursing homes in New York. Yeah. But but we are not doing anything to help ourselves by sequestering everybody because we're not building a herd immunity. Period. Dot. Now the- and people people who want to argue about that too will be the knee jerk people who want to say you have to give up all your liberties and freedoms for the public good. No, I don't. And the lawsuits better start coming forward from organizations on the right because. If we don't, this sets a precedent, and it's actually kind of already proven it out a little bit. I'm, I'm using precedent because I'm at a point. But unless the right starts using the tactics of the left, we're going to lose this republic, Matt. I know we're going to lose it. I know of three or four lawsuits in the state of Florida right now, but that's it. There should be thousands. There should be thousands, and any organization that says that they are about about civil liberties and constitutional rights should be filing massive lawsuits on this with big numbers and trying to push it into the federal courts as hard as they can. The left would be doing this if it was reversed. Sure. We'd see we'd, we'd see lawsuits from the ACLU. We'd see lawsuits from, from the, the blue state attorney generals, but we don't see the same action on the right. It's time for the right to stop talking about it, and to start doing it. Now, let's talk about the president and his rallies, because he had a rally in Tulsa, took a lot of flack for it because it was indoors, right? Yep, he did. And now he's going to have another rally this week, this time, at the airport in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Now, what's Portsmouth famous for? 
I believe it's a seafaring town, isn't it? It's also a submarine base that's there, and they've also got a, a, a naval installation there, uh, surface warfare and whatnot, and the, the nuclear subs going in out of there on a regular basis. But uh, so it's a so it's a ship town. You're right; it's a navy town. But here's the other thing: um, he's going to have an outdoor rally at the airport, and who knows what's going to happen. I, I, it's time to, it's time to call these people on their BS. It's time. The, the mortality rate is not going up. If we, if this thing was so rapid fire, you know, blazing fire, toxic, every single area that had the massive protests about George Floyd would be would be inundated with this disease right now, but we're not seeing it. That needs to be the litmus test. And, and when you have academics coming out trying to rationalize why it didn't spread during the riots, but it spreads if you go to a political rally, if you can't see through that as agenda-driven and ideological, then you're a moron. <laughs> There's a lot of truth in that one. And, of course, uh, along with this... Um, the Newton Falls, the little town of Newton Falls, Ohio, has come out and said they will accept all the statutes that the other cities don't want. Why not? Put them all up and I would use it as an attraction. That's what they're going to do. This was, mm-hmm. this was banned in South Carolina. This was ripped down in, in, in Seattle. Yeah, keep them. Let's keep our history for a little bit. You know, when, after World War II, if, if you want to talk about monuments, about atrocities that, that, that society shouldn't endure, the, the Jews made sure that Auschwitz stayed open so people would never forget. They made it into a teachable moment where more people of their faith died. They're in Birkenau. You know, so do you see them burning it down and tearing it down because of the sins of the past? No, nope. they use it as a teachable moment and a reminder. That as is should. absolutely right. May it never, ever happen again. All right, here comes the music. That means i got to let you go, and I will talk to you on Friday. Stay well. All right, Frank Salvato, everybody, Underground USA podcast on Facebook. Go over there, check it out. Just type in the two words, Underground USA. You'll find out what Frank is up to. And good morning to Eric. Eric is writing a book right now. I'll look at it during the break. And I'll be right back. Patrick Hyland from the Sports Zone is coming up next. Hey, Kevin Jackson here, and you're listening to the Captain's America. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe, like, and share our podcast with your friends and family. This podcast can be heard on iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and TuneIn as well as on podcast platforms like CastBox, Podcast Addict, Sonos, SoundCloud Spreaker, and Himalaya. This podcast has been a production of the Underground USA Podcast Network. All content is used with permission and exists in the public domain pursuant to the fair use law. You're listening to the Underground Podcast Network.